0: bring you in when i'm ready
1: what the fuck <laughs> was that
0: <laughs> we're fucking d- around here <laughs> there you go jesus <laughs> christ what the hell was that it was a I, 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 there was a delay and i couldn't see what i was doing and all this kind good evening everyone
1: finally <laughs> <laughs> hello everyone how are you it's frank and darren the slaughterland movie podcast uh darren Hmm. This is was supposed to happen a, a couple times, but hey, you know what? Yeah, Whatever. never mind. Who cares? Whatever. Life happens, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, as we all know. <laughs> no, just for Blake. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a, I had a chest infection that just kept just wouldn't go and I couldn't speak and I was coughing and hacking. It was awful. And then when we were about to go live the other day, I had a family emergency and I had to just ditch it at the last moment. But we're on now. We're on now. And uh, I didn't realize until the last minute that we'd put it on the same day on Friday the 13th. So we've kind of lost a trick there, really, haven't we? But never mind. Everyone else is going to talk about Friday the 13th today
1: whatever that's the only day that works for us never mind (laughs) how are you how's everybody doing out there who we got here we got miss carter we got rosie we got destiny we got aaron we got brooke we got duke we got shamrock we got uh blake from all the good names are taken mag is here i hope you're feeling better buddy uh zodiac is here jeremy's here veronica's here brett is here chester is here uh back to the retro simon is here Batshit scary is here uh and a few other
0: people yeah Aaron click see jam 737
1: what what is what's that? up
0: yeah nick push hey what's nick? up nick <laughs> push movies that are just that too button. similar <laughs> push uh every friday the 13th there you go no it's true it's true they're all very similar. Yeah.
1: So we wanted to do this because ever since Avatar came out, we thought, hey, let's do movies that are just similar to other movies. Um, and we put some questions out there for you to answer uh, on our Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. And everyone's coming up with, you know, Avatar, Fern Cully, it hits us with wolves. And we're just like, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that uh, because everybody knows that. And it's getting kind of... Uh, Old and unfunny anymore. Um, and plus, when you're almost kicking $2 billion uh, at the box office, well, I don't think anyone gives a shit, do they, Darren? <laughs> no comment. Okay. <laughs> um, so, we decided to look at some of the movies uh, from the past or maybe even current. Some maybe TV shows that have influenced uh, movies. Uh, but some of these movies are either just too damn similar because they took the same thing watched the movie and copied it and just what they call updated it uh, or just remade it just because they can um, or just outright fucking plagiarized. (laughs) Or they uh, were released around
0: the same time without the studio knowing what was going on. So we've had, we have a lot of those examples, particularly in the late nineties that films were put into production and were either, um it was heard that this movie was gonna be made and so another studio went, Well, we can do one like that. Let's see you can get it out there first. Um, or they just had no idea
1: how close these movies were to each other. I thought studios are nice for each other, right? When you're coming out no, with your I don't movie, think so. oh I don't, okay. Yeah. They yeah. don't care. You would know. <laughs>
0: um so yeah, so should we um should we get on with our first one?
1: Yeah, let's begin. Let's begin. So ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know these are studio pictures or backed by Major Bank. They're not going to be anything from Bollywood, because I know everyone's saying there's an alien, there's an alien movie from India that's just way too similar. We're not going in that direction, because, hell, we could throw in anything that somebody made in their backyard. Um, we're not putting fan films out there. We're not doing any of that, because that fan films are real artist work. People really taking um, their knuckles to the grind and really doing the work um yeah so no carbon copies from bollywood or anything like that we're doing like studio pictures that actually had some major backing or from tv shows that are actually really well known and probably started everything which are my some of my examples are but uh yeah darren let's go right ahead okay first one is all right ladies and gentlemen you know chucky right the doll, killer doll, with an entity, spirit, or it in it. Well, Charlie Ray spirit it, and then you also have Mommy Dearest, who has not seen Mommy Dearest. This Mommy Dearest, <laughs> 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 Mommy Dearest has like an ancient. It's Dolly uh, Dearest, not Mommy whatever. Dearest. Whatever. Ma- well, same thing. Joan Crawford's the same thing. Crawford thing. <laughs> Joan Crawford's her own fucking entity, wasn't she? <laughs> no wire hangers. Um, yeah, Dolly Dearest. Um. She also has some kind of uh, murderous spirit inside her, um, and going around killing people. Everything about this is the same, Darren. Um, you have uh, both dealing with the evil spirits. Uh, both went uh, with a kid. They wanted the kid for a sacrifice, and the faces are similar. Look at that. Mm. Remember when Chucky but, like- came came back? You know, when it was we saw Chucky for the first time, wake up and started going after Catherine Hicks terrifying yeah. moment it's the same face right there it is so child's
0: play came out on the 9th of november 1988 and we had to wait seven months in the uk we got it in the summer of 89 before this before this hit our screens um it did 44.2 million at the box office on a 9 million budget and then three years later in october of 1991 um dolly dearest came out uh directed by somebody called Mommy Dearest. I can't believe you called it that. I'm guessing it's a play on Mommy Dearest. So um, anyway, Denise Crosby and Rip Torn were in this film. Uh, I bet I've she never was. seen it. I've never seen it. Apparently, it got a tiny little theatrical release in the Midwest. Um, and there's no <laughs> box office recorded for it, no. but it cost around about three million uh to make. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why are you laughing? Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself: um, How many movies out there have been there made about killer dolls? I mean, well, this there a, a dozen.
0: Wikipedia says that this is kind of um, a a uh, a lot of people cite this as an an inspiration for Annabelle.
1: Uh, okay, would you would you concur with that? But I haven't uh, seen it, so I couldn't say. But Annabelle's actually on a real based on a real story. Is it? Yeah. I haven't seen either, so I couldn't possibly say, but they we'll did, say from is. those pictures <laughs> alone, they do
0: look they do look
1: incredibly similar. Um but anyway, enough this, of the this, doll movies. Maybe Dolly Dearest would be Chucky if he went and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay okay <laughs> let's okay let's move on to my choice next okay. which
1: is that's my choice oh was it your choice well i would have yeah. chosen it as well so okay. um i mean this is the obvious one too isn't it i mean you have et stands for extraterrestrial as we all know max stands for a mysterious alien creature so they even got acronyms down to the same and then they also, uh, E.T. is uh, disguised during Halloween. Mac in the movie is disguised uh, as a teddy bear to fool people. So you got that. <laughs> uh, both aliens have some kind of you know, telekinetic powers. And uh, one, E.T. escapes uh, with Elliot on a bike. And then you also have Mac escapes on the kid's wheelchair. Yeah. I, I do escapes. remember. I have seen Mac and me. So I... they're all the same, Darren, right? Look at them. They all have mm-hmm. weird shaped bodies, big heads, uh, weird necks, big eyes, short. And they're all they're, they're almost exactly the same all the way down to their dick fingers. And <laughs> they always fall where single mothers are. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they're doing with those fingers, Darren?
0: <laughs> Mac and me never... It came out in the cinema in the US, I think, didn't it? And it was an absolute flop. July... Uh, January the 1st, 1988 was the release date. It landed on our shores 18 months later in July of 89. And in the US, it, it cost $13 million to make, which was $3 million more than E.T. And... And took six point four million at the box office, whereas ET took just under eight hundred million. Oh, just a little, just a little bit more. Yeah, but they were they were six years apart. But it's yeah. still an absolute, pretty much a carbon copy, isn't
1: it? Of, uh, of ET. a VT. There's different candies in it though, not the same. Sorry, there's different candies. You know how in the beginning it's Reese's Pieces. Oh, okay. And then then in Mack and me, there's Skittles. Oh, really? I didn't know it went into such finer detail like that. Yeah, and then they had Ronald McDonald in there, because I think Ronald McDonald um, from McDonald's actually backed this. Not the the actor or the clown himself, you know? (laughs) Hey, kids, I can pay you with, you know, free Big Mac bucks, you know, or anything like that. Well,
0: it's funny you say them. So Ronald McDonald was what? The the guy who, the the actual character from? yeah. 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 Won a raspberry. Yes. He was the one actor. This film. Yeah, and so did the director, Stuart Raffel, who I think is a British guy. Uh he won a Raspberry as well for this film. As a as a I say as a kid, as a kid, I must have been about 16 or something when I saw this. I remember renting it and watching it
1: and actually thinking it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't because you the, the years were so far apart, you forgot about E.T. a little bit. Hmm. And then you realize as you got older, you're just like, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually don't, you know, I, I I didn't mind this movie when I was younger. And I remember my sister enjoying it as well. Um yeah, I I think I think this, this gets a bit of a hard time, does uh, Mac and me. I think his heart was in the right place. Oh, you know,
1: Elliot was for E.T., right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and so, there there's The reason why, um, the only thing that's different is the way they got to Earth. One was a vortex from a crashed probe because you have Mac and me's, uh, you have Mac's family. They're all walking around like the the tar man on the fucking planet, and they're looking for water. They get sucked up in this vortex, this probe, and E.T., of course, crash lands trying to get back home. The only difference is is that they never gave E.T. a citizenship, did they? Mac got us. No, they shirt. didn't. Oh, did he really? I'm <laughs> trying to remember now. It's a long time since I've seen at it, and end, I'm not. At the end, they're in, like you know, they're shaking hands with everybody because now they're considered it like, U.S. citizens. Was he like driving a Superman
0: Cadillac. in Superman three when they give him the key to the city? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody does remember that logo, right? Um, as they were leaving, Mac is chewing on bubble gum, and it says, "We'll be back." And it's like, no, you won't.
0: And they Have never were. It no. was talked about apparently, but it obviously made such a such a <laughs> such a little impact at the US box office that they just didn't bother. I seem to think it came straight to a uh, straight to video in the UK. I'm pretty sure it did. I don't remember there being a cinema release. I may be wrong, but um, it is. It has a cult following apparently. It, it, I think it did okay on on From the home who? entertainment side of things. No, I think I think well you saw it when you were a kid. I saw it when I was a kid. I think I think rental-wise and things, I think it did all right. So whilst the box office was down in the cinemas, I think the company who released it did quite well um on the we VHS. We do remember kind of it, things. don't
1: we? We do remember yeah, it in a of jokes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I am I'm, I'm with Mac and me. I think uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> imagine those hands All from two of them coming at you
0: <laughs> okay next we have let's have a look what's next
1: gremlins and critters Steve Another, are you um, saying <laughs> Steve are you saying that Mac and me was a video nasty
0: <laughs> Yeah, Steve confirms it it was straight to video thanks Steve um yeah, Gremlins and Critters this was one of my choices which was um obviously Warner's did Gremlins in 1984 and then a couple of years later Columbia did uh, Critters to try and cash in on that. Plot-wise not hugely similar um but in terms of the the look of the of the creatures and the peril and everything like that within the movie that it does kind of pan out a similar way doesn't it? Um but Critters was hey, probably Flair. the mo- Sorry, Critters was probably the movie that, that well, certainly I wanted out of Gremlins. Because I was always disappointed with Gremlins. I wanted to see what their original vision was yeah, for. You it. want to see Barney Eden. I want to see that. I want to see the 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 although we've got the 69mega.com in the uh in the chat again. Um yeah, I wanted to see the more kind of hard R-rated vision that they had initially, but we never got that. And then a few years later we get Critters, which was a little bit more risque, I think um but um yeah both fun movies uh gremlins directed by joe dante as everybody knows critters by steven herrick um gremlins opened on june 8th 1984 it took another six months for us to see it in the uk it was december 1984 uh, 212 million box office gross 11 million budget uh and critters released on april 11th 1986 uh november 86 for for the uk 13.2 million at the box office for three million budget, so both went into profit, but obviously, Gremlins hugely so. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Gremlins spawned a couple of sequels or one sequel. Uh, Critters spawned about four, didn't it? I think several. How many did they do? Like six, gentlemen. Like Am I four right or five? Six about that? Who can
1: tell us know. how many sequels there have been to Critters? they had critters in space and then they, but they came from space. So what are they doing yeah. back in space? <laughs> no, it was us that went to space. I think wasn't yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> we went to go find them. It's like Apollo 13 part two in <laughs> space. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> no, telling us. Yet. A, back to, uh, back to retro. Simon says, yeah, ghoulies, you know, munchies, they're all yeah. like little, they all have hands up their asses. Right. In in these movies, you know, yeah going around they're all eating things and uh they they both have uh animals in them that are the stars as well he had Barney and Gremlins he had chewy the cat and Critters um he <laughs> had uh what is he both had crazy old men in there Charlie with uh, yep yeah. yeah. with the uh, oh, what's the other what's uh what's it's, dick Miller's character's name in gremlin's Oh, God knows. I can't remember. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, help me out. Dick Miller's character in in Gremlins. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You know, so you all had that. Um, Yeah, Critters had a spaceship. Um, So they're both hungry with appetites. Um, But multiplying, I forgot how the Critters multiply. didn't think they...
0: Didn't they all Dude. come together into one big ball or something like at that? At one point, didn't yeah. It? Both lay eggs. Yeah. Kind of. Critters <laughs> shoot spines like barbs, don't they? Yeah. They were shooting like like cocktail sticks at people. Um, oh, whereas the damn. gremlins didn't shoot
1: anything, did they? Well, they shot a gun. <laughs> 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 they they they, they uh, shot Mrs. Deagle out the window. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Shamrock's right. DiCaprio I think was in Critters three. Am I thinking it was two or three? I can't remember now. It was Scott Grimes wasn't it in the um, yeah. in the first one? But yeah, Di- DiCaprio. Um,
1: yeah, he 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 made a Critters movie. Yeah, child actor right turned out to be an Oscar winner. It happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah, Nothing exactly. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Cody. Critters eat in order to produce, reproduce. Right, okay. Critters like eat in our... order to reproduce. <laughs> it sounds like some of us humans, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> okay, your next one, Frank, is... See, I got confused with this one. Folks, you're going to notice that that I you can tell by this uh, image here that I actually got slightly confused. I had to make a last-minute adjustment to Frank's uh entry here. I thought he meant the Paul S. Anderson, Paul W. S. Anderson soldier with um with Kurt Russell and the Terminator, but no, it's it's the
1: old Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's all right. We fixed it. you we fixed, fixed it. it. We did. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Um <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna see a lot of this uh coming up. Everything has been taking from the Twilight Zone. Everything. Everything's been taken uh, either from the Twilight Zone, but this ain't a Twilight Zone uh, movie uh, or show. This is from the Outer Limits. Um, it's and if you can't tell me that uh, the landscape doesn't look the same, you need glasses or better eyes. This was uh, t- this was made uh, and written by a guy named Harlan Ellis, who is credited at the end of Terminator uh, for his ideas because. Uh, Harlan Ellis won a lawsuit for suing James Cameron and the studio and for an undisclosed amount. Now, Darren, <laughs> if you have a lawsuit and you win for creative property th- uh, thievery and they pay you off, it's not necessarily an a admission of guilt, right? It's basically hmm. saying, you know, we're telling you to shut up so we can make this yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it alone.
1: Yeah. You know. was, so, and you're credited at the end because James Cameron said he had this idea of him falling asleep, he had a dream and a robot was chasing him. Okay, maybe that's not too similar, but everything else, Carmen, uh, James Cameron for for what he's worthy is a great director. He is a great director. He's going to be known for ages to come. But he doesn't have a goddamn creative idea. <laughs> cell in his brain and he's so stubborn he will not admit fault <clears throat> to this day he still says i have no idea this was absolutely out there bullshit on you sir so we have this both set in the future with time travel we have um a question of saving a family for one soldier versus Going after the uh, crazy soldier that the other soldiers fighting, and um, then the lawsuit is the biggest thing in this. Look at the opening, Mm. (laughs) Darren. Look at the those lasers going across the sky.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's how is he credited at the end of the film? Is it it with uh, special thanks, or is it is it kind of thanks for the idea or the inspiration or the?
1: Based on a story by, or uh, thank you for leaving your door open so I can take it. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, see. we talked about this before on an episode, didn't we? About how similar it all is, and I remember you actually playing me um the episode, showing me the episode, and saying, "Look how how similar is this to the original Terminator? How can they how can they get away with with saying it's not? You know." An
1: inspiration for it. Mm-hmm. It says uh, acknowledgement uh, to the works of Harlan Ellison Oops. at the end. Okay. <laughs> and is that
0: ty- like kind of really tiny at the bottom somewhere and hidden nah, so that no one can see?
1: It's at the <laughs> end. You know, as soon as she leaves, um, Sarah Connor down the road, it's right there, right in the middle. Right. Okay. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Happy Sanjo says, "We all know that soldier is better." yeah yeah i mean i i don't know whether many people know about this i i didn't know about it until frank raised it with me if, a couple of years ago that that terminator was a kind of i wouldn't say rip off but was certainly inspired by the the short story on the outer limits but um
1: yeah it's it's there's too many similarities there isn't there frank oh, even um Shamark Ball says, "Frank, totally agree with you. All Cameron's movies are the same. Even Titanic is just a night to remember with Romeo and Juliet thrown in." <laughs> and I,
0: I actually saw Avatar, um, recently, and I actually, I'm not the body a fan of, of at all water, whatever it's called. The, the, yeah, the, the body of water, the, the way of the water. Oh. <laughs> um, I actually saw it recently, and
1: <laughs> I have to say, shape of water.
0: I have to say I enjoyed it for what it is. I, I I did enjoy it and I didn't like the original, but for this one, we got drawn into it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the last hour is basically Titanic for those that have seen it. There's a ship in it? And those that haven't. Well, I'm not going to say what it is, but it is the last hour of the movie has been done before, both in Titanic and in, what was that film called where he, they had that female robot that Cameron
1: produced um oh uh the fembots from austin powers no no, oh. no
0: no it was it was a year or two ago um robert rodriguez directed it and cameron produced it uh and it was this bl- elita battle angel thanks duke um it, it it felt similar to that as well in many ways but anyway um, so he took from three different movies, including himself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he stole his own bloody idea this time, right? Was he John Fogarty? <laughs> did,
1: you ever, did you ever hear about that uh, one, Darren, with John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater? No, what was that? The, ladies and gentlemen, you must know this too, uh, especially those who are big John Fogarty and CCR fans. Um, the studio sued him for sounding too much like himself. <laughs> <laughs> cause said two. His... <laughs> free willy a free willy remake <laughs> i kind of get that i kind of get that oh christ i haven't seen it yet so i'm gonna go in there and be like where's this sh- where's shamu
0: <laughs> oh shamu's in there don't worry about that <laughs> and thank you and Shamu call- is in it Claw TV, whoever you are. Thanks for, um, thank, we haven't seen you in here before. Thanks for, uh, thanks for chiming in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Frank, um, let's see what's next. Um, i having too, f- too much fun, you know, shitting on James Cameron. Because <laughs> I hate anybody who's successful, as I am as a natural born red-blooded American. I hate anything <laughs> that's more successful than me. <laughs> okay,
0: this one was one that a lot of people pointed out oh, Tombstone yeah. and Wire Up. Okay, so Tombstone released on December the 25th, 1993. We didn't do too bad with this one. We only had to wait a month to see this one in the UK. So that was, that was, things are getting better. <laughs> um, 73.2 million at the box office for Tombstone on a budget of 25 million, directed by George P. Cosmatis. Um And then, not six months earlier. Uh, later, so in, the two must have been in production around the same time, and um, and, and Tombstone, you know, beat, uh, got to pole position first. Uh, Wire Up came along, uh, directed by Lawrence Kasdan, obviously Kevin Costner, um, released on June the twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four. We had to wait four months for it. Came out in the September in the UK, or three months, sorry. Fifty-five point nine million at the budget, uh, the box office for a budget of sixty-three million. So a lot more expensive than Tombstone. Um, a, lot to. a lot longer too. A lot longer too, and uh, a lot more boring than Tombstone as well. I do like Wire Up. I have only seen it the once, and I did enjoy it. And I think the two films, whilst they have got great leads as, as uh, in Kevin Costner and um, Kurt Russell as Wire Up. I always think that the, the the Doc Holiday performances are the more interesting in these two films. Val Kilmer was just amazing as Doc Holiday, as was Dennis Quaid as well. Mm-hmm. The two of them just put so much into that role. I think particularly Dennis Quaid lost so much weight to do He's this role. Up. He probably was, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> so I, I I I was always fascinated by these two performances. Um I think, if I remember right, I think Dennis Quaid might have been nominated for an Oscar for it, but it always kind of stunned me as to why Val Kilmer wasn't given a nod either, because mm-hmm. um, I think he's, it's one of his best roles, period. Uh, he's just fantastic in this. I think the cast of Tombstone is a lot better. Mm. Oh, it's huge. Absolutely huge. you got Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Powers Booth, Billy Bob Thornton. It just goes on and on Harry and on. Harry Yep. <laughs> all, all sorts of people are in there. But then the, 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 the cast for Wyatt Earp was great as well, with Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Gene Hackman, Bill Pullman. It was, you know, both both big spectacle movies. But I think, you know, whereas the Wyatt Earp version was the, the, the kind of more sort of longer, more serious one, Tombstone's a lot more thun, fun and kind of um, more multiplex-friendly, I think. It's are more you- of a... A ride,
1: a, isn't it? Tombstone. Are you a Val Kilmer guy or a Dennis Quaid guy in <laughs> in the performance of Doc Holliday?
0: Well, as I said, I think they're both great. They're, I think they're they're both great.
1: Um, they have both put so much into these roles. Um, Pretend for I a think- moment, Darren, that you don't know them. So. <laughs> Which one would you pick? No.
0: If I if I had to pick one, oh God. I mean, I've seen Tombstone so many times. Um, I would probably side on Val Kilmer, but I know that physically Dennis Quaid puts so much into this role. Um so yeah, they're both as good, but um I think I think Val Kilmer edges it. Who, who the it? Sorry? Who has a better shootout at the corral? Oh. <sighs> I can't really remember the wire up one, so I'm gonna go Val Kilmer again. The only thing I the only thing I would say about Tombstone is it the movie fizzles out. It doesn't really come to any sort of a crescendo, it doesn't kind of peak, it doesn't, there's no sort of real finale to it. It just sort of tapers off. And I was always kind of like, did they know how to end this film? Because it's got such a great build-up. It's got a beginning, a middle, but just a kind of rather than an end. Um, but anyway, it's still good fun to
1: watch. Well, you know what? Also, um, they I think they did in, in Wyatt Earp, they did Doc Holliday wrong uh, on the way he, they, he just disappeared. We didn't know what happened to him, so uh, hmm. for a little blurb. Uh, but we actually see um, Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer's character, die at the end, telling yeah. yeah. You know, telling Wyatt, that's you right. Know, you've you've the been the my tree. friend, yeah. You know? And uh, there was always that connection. It was always in Tombstone. It was always a Doc and Wyatt movie, wasn't it?
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Where yeah. even the river scene, oh my! And Wyatt Earp is so damn slow, and even <laughs> slow to the point of even slow motion, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that where they're going? It's going through his his coat, and I'm just like God. <laughs> Damn. You know, it's just like how slow is this? We know this happens because Tombstone came out <laughs> <laughs> a few months before. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the sins actually of uh of filmmaking, isn't it, Darren, where you try to push to make the movie out. That's similar to yours. First, mm. because yep. after people yep. see your movie, they're not going to go see the competition's movie. They're going to say it's it. the same yeah. thing. A lot of these, you know, when
0: when you end up with two similar themed movies coming out at the same time. There's always one that will kind of rush. um, And it doesn't always pay off to do that, as we'll see later on. But um, in this case, Tombstone came out first and got all the box office. uh, And then we've got a couple of examples a bit further on where it might not have worked the same way. But your next one is...
1: Ladies and gentlemen, th- this right here, out of all our selections that are coming up, this is a copy. Airplane is a copy of Zero Hour for good reason. Zucker, Abrahams, and Zucker purchased this Zero Hour to purposely make fun of it. <laughs> Did they? I didn't they know that. Yeah, they purchased it. They, they, own so the they rights. got rights. The, they got the rights to it. And they said, we're going to make this scene for scene and just make every scene fucking funny. Down to the part where in Zero Hour the girl um, is is freaking out and people are slapping her. Airplane said, "Let's go that further and make a whole line of people with weapons to slap her." <laughs> Down to also that the people um, in both movies get sick uh, with fish. And so, I've never seen Zero Hour, so talk
0: me through it. Is it about a plane? Whereas the yes, the, the crew get ill, and so someone
1: else has to fly it. Yes. And it's, okay. Uh, and his name is Ted Stryker. Really? Yes. And that's Sterling Hayden, right? Yes. <laughs> and this is a
0: movie that came out in um, nineteen November thirteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. Wow, I didn't know this. I I knew that Zero Hour was an influence on it, but I didn't know that it was Major. so heavily influenced <laughs> to the point it's where like they Scream a the scary movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And also the co-pilot, you know, who passes out from eating fish was an athlete. And then now, now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar re- replaces ah, yeah, the yeah. role. <laughs> <and> passes out <laughs> the front. But the only difference is, is that they put his uniform uh, on as they're trying to carry him out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they, yeah, he has that basketball outfit on when they're yeah. lifting him out of the cockpit, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> Wow. Okay, this is this is something new. I didn't realize. I'm gonna to have to watch Zero Hour now. You couldn't probably watch it
1: without a straight face, could you? I wonder no. if they bought it to just bury it. They did. They bought it just to make fun of it. And then scene from scene, they have a doctor on board saying, "We need to find someone who can find the who can fly this plane who hasn't had fish." <laughs> and it's Ted Striker. Ted Striker, and both of them, and that guy right there who's holding the radio. That's that's Lloyd Bridges' character. Trying to yeah. help him to fly, oh, well, down. He's, he's pulling the same sort of um stance, isn't he? There, yeah. He actually says in the movie, "You know, I picked the wrong time to stop drinking." He says that, <laughs> but then Lloyd Bridges <laughs> takes it further and further. Quit sniffing glue. Yeah, imagine <laughs> buying a movie just to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. So I, like, I always they're, remember. It. They're too Sorry, similar, on. but I, I would say they, they are similar for the right reasons. It basically it's it's imagine taking your car and just you know modifying it a little bit. It's the yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I put a tape deck in mine. <laughs> Unfortunately, we
0: don't know what the box office was on Zero Hour, um, but the budget was four hundred thousand um, dollars. Airplane had a budget of three point five million and made a hundred and seventy-one million in August of nineteen eighty. Um. And my dad took me to the cinema to see it. I always remember watching this in the cinema with, with, with my dad because he laughed louder than ever, anyone else in that cinema to the point where I was sat there, you know, like when you're a young kid and your parents embarrass you? Yeah. Sat there going, Dad, Dad, shh, shh. He laughed so hard.
1: It was, it was fantastic watching that movie in the cinema.
0: What was your
1: dad's, if you can remember, his largest laugh? Probably when they ran out of coffee. <laughs> and they all flipped out. I would think the, uh, I would think you ever seen a grown man naked. I think that would have been everyone laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, I mean, we can go on forever talking about airplane, can't we? um oh, We should God. do a best and worst of airplane. We should do. Oh damn! Or just the best of airplane. We can't talk kills in airplane, can we? Um, we, we we'd have to do, we'd have to reformat the show a little bit, but. That'd be fun. We'd have to do something like that.
1: Really good. The uh, Gulag said uh, that um, his dad used to laugh his brains out to Naked Gun. Yeah, I mean, same with my dad as well. Police squad.
0: He introduced me to police squad, and then a few years later, the Naked Gun came out.
1: Actually, Tim so, yeah. right. There is no worse than Airplane. Well, airplane no, is you're, so you're right. That yeah. Congress is saving it. or the, No, not Congress. Yeah, Congress is saving it too. no whatever one of us one of our institutions here has preserved it uh, Yeah. we um, we can you remember we've only ever done one very
0: best of episode where we didn't talk any worst can you remember what that was it was about i'd say about 13 14 14- pornographic movies <laughs> no it was about 13 or 14 years ago uh, years ago Jeez. months ago <laughs> months ago <laughs> smithsonian no 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 it was it was it was we did the very best of planes trains and automobiles oh. if you remember cuz we just couldn't rubbish it whatsoever we just yeah. couldn't pick fault with it. So we just did the very best of playing straight and all.
1: Wouldn't it be great if uh really quickly, so, you know, I know we're getting off topic here. We'll we'll get right back. Um imagine if Dale killed the whole family at the end and we see him leaving, wiping a knife.
0: <laughs> well, after he would let him in. You yeah. can imagine what it just turns into like what's the movie
1: called? Thanksgiving. <laughs> the horror film. He's on his uh he's on his um He's on his uh, on his sleeve of his jacket on mm-hmm. <laughs> wiping it. Off. Yeah, and then he takes uh, Mrs. Page's head and puts it into the trunk. That's what every that's what's in the trunk is all heads. Checking out those shower curtain rings. <laughs> <laughs> he steals them from his victims. Maybe that's why he's such a great. Yeah, seller. they're like trophies. <laughs> <laughs> what was in the trunk? Shower curtains, have rings, and heads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, we're off topic again. Um, yeah. <laughs> good real hunting. That's dark, Frank. Well, you can make anything <laughs> dark with any. I don't know. Well, that's a good idea for an episode. What would happen if you crossed this film with that film?
1: I think we making- could do something there. How about that? It's going to be stolen pretty soon. Uh, making good heart-filled, uh, heart-f- uh, heartfelt movies into horrors. Yeah. Changing good endings to a twist. Mm. Yeah. No, that'd be interesting. There's some good ideas there. Oh, I also remember um, you telling me your mom uh, laughing at Raiders of the Lost Ark when the uh, Indy well, shot. No, I, yeah, I remember
0: it's it was guy. my mom. She was never a fan of films like that, but I always remember it was on TV one Christmas. We were watching it, and the only thing that she laughed at was the gun scene. That was it, when he
1: shoots the uh, the guy with the sword. Shaped, um, planes, trains, and severed heads.
0: <laughs> um, okay, next one was one that I um, what that I chose. Nineteen ninety eight was a big year for two movies. Both of them did really well. Both of them were identical to each other, pretty much. One was a lot more fun. The other one took things a lot more seriously. And it is Armageddon and Deep Impact. Um. <laughs> probably one of my best you know one of my guiltiest pleasures i think is armageddon deep impact i always found to be just boring and more dated than deep Im- than, than armageddon nowadays um armageddon was released on july the 1st 1998 deep impact came out two months before it on may the 8th um and they both did really well deep impact had a budget of 80 million armageddon's budget was 140 million but um armageddon managed to do five half a billion over half a billion at the at, at the u.s box office and um deep impacted 350 so both of them did incredibly well despite being pretty much the same movie um But it's tonally different, you know, Deep Impact, as I said, was more serious about the, you know, how this is going to affect civilization um, and what we're going to do to kind of prolong civilization. Whereas Armageddon was just like, send. There's always that question, isn't there? Wouldn't it have been easier to teach astronauts to drill than to teach drillers to become astronauts? But obviously, Michael Bay takes the hard route, and uh, yeah, sends it sends up a bunch of rednecks in the space to uh, to save oh, the world. Darren,
1: I've offended. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they they even say that in the movie. They even say that in the movie.
1: <laughs> you know what's scary is is um, what's his name? Will Paxton? Uh, Will yeah, Will, Will Patton. Patton? Yeah, Will yeah. Patton. Remember where he goes up to? Um, what's it? Hudo Kiter. Is that his name? Yeah, Udo Udo Kia or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, yeah. And remember, he just takes the papers. He goes, "Oh, you got a problem with that, huh?" And he starts getting up, and he, and he fucking leaves because <laughs> he's like, "This guy's fucking out of his whack. They all failed their 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 standardized testing, so to speak.
0: <laughs> and Will Patton has one of the best movies, uh, best uh, lines in the movie as well, which is when um, Steve Buscemi goes nuts and pulls the gun out. And he just looks at him and goes, what are you doing with a gun in space? (laughs) Which at the time I thought was just brilliant, fantastic line.
1: (laughs) Blake Blake is saying, Ronnie cried in the theater watching Armageddon. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did. It's that song, isn't it? aerosmith please
0: christ (laughs) all sakes you know i mean with a hand on the screen at the
1: end (laughs) uh, is anyone recording this we forgot to hit the record button so you can't see your dad one more time don't worry he's falling down to earth as we speak i can because armageddon when they blow up the uh the meteor or the asteroid whatever fucking science um it's it's like somebody threw the ring at mordor you know it's like you know, it's, it's it's like, what's his name? Sir Ron or Sir Han? Sir Han, Sir Han. Whatever. Sir Han, Sir Han getting blown up. <laughs> a deep impact. I mean, it's all about, you know, one guy sitting there on the beach. Oh, what's his name? Damn it. Oh, um,
0: Maximilian. Yeah. Maximilian uh, Shell.
1: Yeah. Uh, waiting was for it Maximilian a deal. Yeah, it was. The guy who was the Bond villain. Yeah. And he was yeah. in Vampires. And he was also on The Freshman. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was. He's. They. They. They knew they were gonna die. You know, because you are on a beach. There is no mountains mm. around, so you can't climb up. And she's like, uh, you know, she. She. They had their. I guess their reconciliation with each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's saying, and she's saying, "Daddy," and he's like, "I am here." You know, and they. Do you think they felt anything? Mm-hmm. they've coming at him. What the the wave? Yeah, no. But I think it was
0: just? <laughs> Yeah, it's gone like that. And Rosie, wash your mouth out.
1: <laughs> Darren picked this. So there's going to be some weird shit going on with these names. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I prefer Deep Impact. Shut up uh, for comments out there. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I think it's a better cast.
0: What? Yeah, yeah. You had, who did you have now? Billy Bob Thornton, yep. Bruce Willis, yep. Ben Affleck, yep. Liv Tyler, Michael Clark um, Duncan, Michael Clark Duncan, Owen Wilson, Will Patton, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. What a list. And you had, who did you have in Deep Impact now? Frodo. Robert Duvall, um, <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman uh tia leone who we don't see much of now do we in this movie elijah wood yeah there you go
1: tia, where is tia leone we just don't see her do we it's a shame it's not, yeah 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 but yeah but yeah asteroids the only <laughs> thing is i think in the in deep impact none of the astronauts came back right
0: yeah, because it weren't they jumping up and down on the bomb in the crater in the asteroid at one point, trying to get it down that hole. The Russian guy, right? Piece of shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Armageddon. No, but yeah, in deep yeah. impact, I think the guys were like literally jumping up and down on the bomb trying to push it further down into the asteroid. Um, yeah.
1: No. Daft film. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so what's, what's what's well what's what's worse? Liv Tyler saying goodbye uh to Bruce Willis or the guy who's blind saying cuz he looked at the sun or something like that or he got a flash uh bang in his face or something like that um saying goodbye to his son that he'll never hold and uh see ever again and deep oh, I'm Armageddon all the way oh for the fucking boring. Christ. it's you have boring two adults it's adults over each other you know oh. and Liv Tyler's getting stooped by Ben Affleck you know, so that's fine. She'll have somebody. But now you got this single mother, you know, who's holding a child saying, Daddy saved our lives. Can you say hi to Daddy? Oh, come on, Darren.
0: I'm not like going to fall out with you over two 80s, 90s movies about meat eels, for God's sake, about asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have... You have asteroids? No,
1: but my dad does.
0: <laughs> okay, um, here we go. Explain away. This is another okay. one of your um, TV show comparisons, I think. Isn't yeah,
1: it? Twilight Zone episode written by Richard Matheson, who is probably one of the biggest uh, writers who's been plagiarized the most in history um, about a little girl who is lost in the wall, and they can hear her throughout the house, but they just don't know where she is. She is in a different dimension, ladies and gentlemen. Sound all too familiar? All The other way down to the blonde little girl that's reprising her in Poltergeist? Yes, you are right. It is similar copying from the little girl lost is poltergeist and then a dog has to go in and find him or find her uh with the dad going inside the dimension and pulling her out before the wall uh door to this dimension closes behind a wall (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i i um do they admit this Spielberg or Toby Hooper. They or said whoever. it was an
1: inspiration. Everything's an inspiration. Everything's yeah, yeah. an inspiration. Even uh, even um, Richard Matheson said no, they fucking stole it. <laughs> <laughs> it w- it would appear that way. I mean, I've never seen this Twilight Zone episode at all. Joe Hahn, really quick, there. No, I'm sorry. He said even the Simpsons did something like this. Well, a I get bit that. This. I get <laughs> the Simpsons did everything. <laughs> Who was it that said that? Johan. Yeah. Um,
0: Simpsons was my initial introduction to this concept. Okay. There was in one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Oh, they so they so they Oh, I see what you mean. They reference the fact that little girl lost is uh, you know, inspired poltergeist. Mhm. Do you like to think of it as as inspired or stolen? <laughs> stolen. Stolen. Okay.
1: Twilight Zone has been stolen from so many so mm. much, I, I mean, it's 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 so weird. The living doll, you know, is is, is Chucky or anything that came afterwards. This is Poltergeist. Um, the, anything dealing with any kind of alien or weird dimensional crap—it's all been done before by Twilight Zone, and mm. but to some extent uh, without Outer limits. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, there's new ideas out there. But why not just steal from somebody and change it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check this out. Is this
0: available on YouTube? I'm I'm guessing it is.
1: Yeah, even yeah, Joe says Poltergeist stole it, Simpsons pairs uh you know pays homage. Yep. And right. Eva Alex said it was totally inspired. Yeah, it's uh, and then Aaron clicks, like, oh, it's a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you go find Little Girl Lost, take a look and just comment on our Facebook if you think it's really too close. Um, Even Maximum Overdrive could be dual, right, or something like that, if you want to yeah, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Uh,
0: Shamrock says, I heard about this. I actually thought the Simpsons episode was about poltergeist, but no, it was about the Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a lot of porn parodies in the uh, in the chat at the moment. I don't know if you've seen. That. That's okay. Miss Carter, uh, Rambone, really? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie romancing the bone.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're too similar, too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Gary says here, getting is my choice. Sorry, Frank, I'm Team Darren on this one. That's fine. Mm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um yeah, I want to just say uh, uh flat, you know, thanks for uh for joining tier two, buddy. Oh, is he oh okay. Thanks, Kyle. I didn't yeah, notice that. Appreciate your support. Yeah. Um uh isn't Terminator they, uh, from Twilight No, the Evil Alex, Terminator is from Outer Limits called Soldier. Mm. Um yeah, isn't uh, Talking Tina Chucky as well? Yep. Yep, the talking doll Denise, you're right. It is Talking um, Tina. Talking Tina with Telly Savalas. Um, Everybody, uh, Telly Telly Savalas uh, is a stepfather. Um, His wife uh, and stepchild come home with a doll, and the doll says, "You know, I don't like you very much, and I'm going to wind up killing you." And they both have, you know, some. They both talk to each other. They try to get uh, rid. uh, Telly Savalas tries to get rid of the doll. Doll keeps coming back, and it's just weird talking. And you know, it doesn't. The ending is not good for mm. of Did you ever see Magic with Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. 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 Another that's good movie, uh, that's yeah. pro- that's actually probably ripped off from uh an episode called The Dummy with a Dummy oh, Wants Really? To be... That's another Twilight Zone. Yeah, The Dummy job, Wants to um, I think it's called The Dummy. It's with um Cliff Robertson. Um I think mm. is his name. And That's right. Though. He was he was Uncle Ben in Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Yep. Cliff Robinson, he, yeah. He plays a quest but the uh, the dummy winds up switching bodies and the Vanchueloquist starts turning into the dummy. Ah, oh, uh, right, okay, yeah. But I, I never I haven't seen magic in a long time. That's not basically Which it, it's good. basically Anthony Hopkins going crazy, that's, right? That's it, yeah. That's a, the uh, Richard Attenborough 1970s movie with
0: Fats the Dummy. Um, good, good movie, good, good little um scary picture um eric draven hey eric hey eric um i've missed the last live episodes happy to see there weren't any last live ones we canceled them all pretty much um i've missed the last live episodes happy to see you guys again and happy new year frank and darren happy new year eric good to see you
1: um (laughs) robber thid off uh, Loss is pretty much a huge uh, Twilight Zone episode without a decent ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I, I I gave up on Lost after the first the first episode of the second series. Um, I thought I'm I can't carry on with this, not knowing what's going on. And we were banging that thing, that manhole cover, and you know, awful show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, she, we, big boobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all are live. Is that Nicolas Cage's face? I think it's Nicolas Cage's face on a nipple or something. I don't know it (laughs) looks like, right? Doesn't it? (laughs) He, she, we, big boobs. Very good. Um, Okay. Let's see what's next. I think one of of mine is next, actually. Mm -hmm. And this would have been, um, what year are we talking now? 97. My first trip to the U.S., and I saw Volcano. We're just going Atom- for natural disasters, aren't we? We are. We are. These two movies came out within space of a couple of months of each other. So Dante's Peak, directed by Roger Donaldson, Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton starred in it. Came out Feb 7, 1997 um, in the UK. Came out in March 97. So we had to wait yet again. Uh, $178.1 million at the box office and $116 million budget. Expensive movie, Dante's Peak. And then vo- volcano, which is just ridiculous, uh, came out. But directed by um, Mick Jackson, uh, Tommy Jones, Anne Hersh, Don Cheadle, April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. So just like two two months later, um, and August ninety seven in the UK. So a long time we had to wait for this one. One hundred and twenty two million at the box office and a ninety million budget. This is the one where um, the volcano just appears in the middle of. Um, Sunset Boulevard. It just comes out of that fountain, doesn't it? Mm Yeah.
1: Some engineer just went, "Ah, we'll build the city on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Both fun movies in
0: a kind of sort of 70s disaster uh, type way. Um, And yeah, both big hits at the box office, pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. But another um, example of two studios greenlighting movies that are incredibly similar, uh, and and it's a kind of race to see which one can get out there the quickest. And and Dante's Peak got there first, and and clawed most of the box office in on this one.
1: It's a, uh, there, but there's no sexual tension between Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Heche, is there? Well, not anymore. Oh well, Christ, Darren. You know, it's just. <laughs> well, it was... <laughs> Too soon, too soon. In this, in Um, real life, she met her fiery end, didn't she?
0: Yeah, (laughs) she she did. No, that's really sad, isn't it? I I just remembered what happened to her. It was a kind of similar situation to Paul Walker, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan. Probably not much sexual tension there either.
1: There was there was kissing, and they both have practically been virgins. Uh, in this movie <laughs> um i kind of prefer dante's peak hmm uh yeah. volcano's fun it's fun you know? but it's i love watching this show uh on um on youtube uh, from insider and mm. they have real life experts come and you know take clips from movies and say can that actually happen what would you do and i think they had um what's his name neil tyson Grassi grass the physicist okay and he was talking about dante's peak and volcano even though he's a space guy and he says yeah no this is realistic it says they would say as soon as that volcano burst everybody be dead <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah uh yes thank you to gulag yeah um it's a fascinating uh, interview. Every time I see him, and he talks about these movies. Um, but Volcano, they 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 moved it in position to go into the ocean to hmm. create beachfront property for okay. Max Luther, right? <laughs> he did. <laughs> 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 and, and, and Dante's Peak, they just let the thing. Fizzle out and kind of go dormant, yeah. yeah. And um, it's it's a kind of not a it's a happy ending, but you kind of Hmm. after the volcano goes dormant, you're just whatever.
0: Yeah, and now I'm just realizing how unfortunate that picture of Anne Hesh is. Sorry, folks. That was completely, I was uh, oblivious to that picture and what it meant, but never mind. Um, I'll take it down.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. Let's all grow up. That was, what is it, like premonitions? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Finally,
0: and this is one that I added in there as a kind of uh, token gesture, which was suggested by our friend Kyle Curtis Flett. Everybody was coming up with these ideas of Dante's Peak Volcano, Armageddon Deep Impact, um, Tombstone Wire Earp, uh, and such. And Kyle came up with this one, which I completely overlooked, uh, but I thought was fun to put in here. And it is... <laughs> <laughs> K-9, which came out on April the 28th, 1989. Um with Jim's Jane Belushi, James Belushi and, and Jerry Lee, uh, directed by Rod Daniel, took 78.2 million at the box office on a budget of 17 million Jesus. and was clo- was closely followed just three months later by Roger Spottiswood, Bond director, um, Turner and a Hooch, um, with Tom Hanks and Craig T. Nelson. Now, which one of these
1: movies do you think? took the most money at the box office. I'm gonna have to go with Turner and Hooch. I think Tom Hanks is the I would have said that. Box office draw.
0: Yeah, I I would have said that, but no. K9 took 78.2 million and Turner and Hooch took seventy one point one. Oh come on. It's it's nickels and dimes. (laughs) Yeah, what's what's seven million between people in in what? Nineteen ninety? Yeah. Nineteen eighty (laughs) nine. We had to wait almost a year to see K9 in the UK. <laughs> Which one do God you God things though? have got better. Which one do I prefer? I don't know. I think K9 because oh, I think dare, James no. Belushi was, I don't know. I think James Belushi at that time, you know, not long after Red Heat um, was slightly edgier than Tom Hanks was. Tom Hanks was still very young at that point. Um, was, was kind of, you know, still doing those kind of kiddie films, Joe versus the volcano, growing weed um, now, splash, all that kind of stuff. He wasn't as edgy as he is now. um But I, I think I prefer. And, and K9 was sad.
1: Didn't the dog die in K9? That was Turner and Hooch. Oh, was it Turner and Hooch? That was Turner and Hooch. You ever see a crying Tom, <laughs> Atkins, uh, Tom Atkins? Tom Hanks? <laughs> Tom Atkins don't know how to cry. No. <laughs>
0: Has he ever cried on Phil Atkins? Um, uh, no, probably when
1: he left Linda,
0: Linda.
1: Maybe <laughs> he came close then. Maybe when he left part of uh, Stacy Nelkin behind, and he's like, Oh, I should have. Oh, I'll wait till I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah, so K9 and Turner and Hooch. K9, the more popular of the two.
1: I, I would beg to differ, ladies and gentlemen. Are you a Hooch person? Are you a canine person? I'm going with Turner and Hooch. I think it has more heart um, because all poor Hooch dies, Uh, and plus, Hooch has a better looking face. It's a lovable face. Let's have a look. You know, I want you prefer.
0: I'm gonna do the. This is the the lamest poll that (laughs) TSL have ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Turner and Hooch. Here we go. Let's ask everybody. See what, see what,
1: see what, see which the favorite is here. If, Tom, if it was Tom Atkins instead of Tom Hanks, wouldn't it be like, uh, you know, um Ellie and Hooch? Something <laughs> like <laughs> I look, you may be right on
0: this one, Frank. It I looks like I it am. could, even though the box office says differently, at the moment, Turner and Hooch is winning out here. You know, all these I, Halloween fans unscribing now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking channel. <laughs> when are you gonna talk about the boogeyman? <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean the, I mean think about it. I mean it's it's uh, Turner Hooch was was more um I think more funny. The dog was more funny. Anytime he left Hooch alone in his house, that the part would be ripped apart. Hmm. And and Tom Atkins, uh Tom I'll keep doing it, Tom Atkins, uh Tom Hanks. <laughs> Going around looking at his, you know, collection of vinyl records and looking at his beer and then all of a sudden, very subtly picking up that knife to go after the dog. <laughs> and then they wind up being very good friends, very close yeah. friends. While yeah. canine they become, you know, partners. What um, happens at
0: the end in 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 uh Turner and Hooch Does, is there another dog or something like a
1: puppy or um yeah a female
0: yep. version or something like that I yep.
1: can't remember now Yeah the uh, the um the dogs get together and they have a family and there's a yeah, little, little Hooch Yeah, yeah this yeah. is not your room and there's the cute little dog with his big ears looking up at Tom Hanks you know, and then everyone feels getter, better because his dad just got shot, saving Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks' Tom Hanks's life. <laughs> I'm going to take this down because you're just
0: you're never going to. It's going to be Atkins all evening. Um, I think we had a super chat. That's the end of our um, uh, of our movies that are too similar, folks. Um, oh, I think we just uh,
1: about David Irwin just bring up, uh, and I want to, um, I want to have everybody, you know, bring up, you know, what do you think? Are some movies that are very similar. I'll put it out there. We're going to read them. Uh, but I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, we're very similar, aren't we, Darren? <laughs> uh, David Irwin says, "Gone in sixty seconds" and "Fast and Furious." Yeah, yeah. And okay, I saw so. as well. Someone, I think it, but it was
0: probably Shamrock earlier on that put Jaws and Orca. Um, obviously, Orca was a huge and kind Grisly. of Jaws, Jaws, Jaws and cash and in. Grizzly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there was loads of Jaws cash ca- uh, spinoffs. Well, not spinoffs, but. Rip-offs, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Snyder sends in $5. And Thanks, says, Cody, man. Cheers, Cody. Um, point Break and the Fast and the Furious. Some could argue No Man's Land beat them both to it, but its ending isn't similar to the two. I don't know if I've seen No Man's Land.
1: Who's in No Man's Land? Uh, Cody will tell us. Yeah, but um, Michael Strong sends a, a, super, a super chat. Um, no Man's Land. Michael Strong. Oh, yeah, I
0: see it there. Sorry, Michael. Um, He sends in $2 and says, damn, I fell asleep. Good to see you back both. Good to see you both back. Thank you, Michael. Cheers. Cody,
1: you know how many movies are called No Man's Land?
0: Actually, Michael, can I ask? You didn't fall asleep watching us, did you? You did fall asleep before we started. Just checking. Uh, No. Okay. Who else? Mrs. Riker's hanging around in the chat at the moment. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Evil Alex says, came in later, but don't know if you had those, but also familiar films, Bay of Blood, Friday the 13th, The Burning, Sleepaway Camp, Happy Friday. Yeah, I was thinking about about slasher films, but we would have gone on forever. You know, there's so many slashers that follow the same formula as the last one um particularly in the early 80s so i just thought right okay let's leave slashes out of this um maybe we'll do something separately on that um
1: nice. thank you evil alex right <laughs> uh, ribo uh, 1138 uh, superman 3 in office space <laughs> really <laughs>
0: Is there, is there a similarity there? I haven't seen office space for ages. Um,
1: Robert says, how about, um, let me get you right here. How about um, Black Christmas and When a Stranger Calls? Yeah. Yeah, no, you could say that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: both inside the house. Uh, Michael Dammit, hey, Michael, sends in $5 hey, and says, best line in Turner and Uchi's, not the car, don't eat the car. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> uh, yes, Carl Goddard. I do remember this. So there was like a Robin, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. But shortly before that, there was a Robin Hood, literally like, I don't know, three, which was a lot more muddy looking, uh, uh, with Patrick Bergen. Um yes they did t- the two in the same year two robin hoods in the same year i do remember that the patrick bergen one which i know people around the time said was the better one um just really failed to make any impact whatsoever it didn't take any money but no. um prince of thieves yeah
1: good that's uh, a good one that's a deep cut mrs Riker says uh mars attacks on independence day
0: yes they were a year or so apart, weren't they? But mm-hmm. tonally, completely different movies, weren't they? Yeah, um, that's another um, good another good one.
1: I want to say also. I'm thinking as as you guys are jogging my memory, Flatliners and Jacob's Ladder. Oh wow, Jacob's Ladder.
0: Yeah, that's a you're talking the original, the Timothy, the um, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they Is similar? I can't remember.
1: I honestly can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know they've been remade, right? Um, Darth, you said something. I want to bring that up because um, Doctor Strange Love was it? Yeah, that. There's also another one he did. Uh, see if I find it. Continue there
0: and I'll find it. Okay. Oh, Ribo1138 says Bugs, Life, and Ants. That's a good one as well. Mm. That's a really good one. Those two came out probably, you know, within the space of a year of each other. And someone else says um vice versa, and like Father right, Like Son. Yeah, the Absolutely. Judge Reinhold and Dudley. Was it Dudley Moore like Father Like Son? I think.
1: Yeah. It yes, was with Kirk Cameron. Yeah. That's right. Who would have thought he would be a father for Kirk Cameron, really? (laughs) But also you had the big
0: around that time as well, didn't you? So there were like kind of three role reversal movies that
1: that were happening around the same time. Both movies dealing with sexual prowess of kids. Only you could look at it that way. Well, let's be obvious here. You know, I'm man enough to say it. You know, I'm an adult <laughs> here. Um, but Darth says, work of the Year in Little Big League. Yeah. Yep. Both mm, baseball yeah, movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, one's a manager, one's a player, but still similar. Both teams suck. Um, and they're trying to pull them <laughs> out of the tank. Danita says,
0: Another fun stream. Have a good one. You all got me through a boring end to my work day. Thanks, Danita. Oh, thanks,
1: Danita. It was nice seeing you to you. good to see you. We'll yeah. see you soon. Yeah. Uh Battle Royale and The Hunger Games from Steve. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, mm. no, that's a, that's definitely a good one. PJ, The Illusion the Illusionist and The Prestige.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those two came out within the space of a was was one was um Christian Bale, wasn't it? Was the was The Illusionist was that Ed Norton? It was. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They were, they were, um, again, very similar themed movies. Um, Blake from All the Great Names Are Taken, All the Good Names Are Taken. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Here we are. All the Good Names Are Taken podcast says, Frank and Darren, our plans right now are to have you both, both your wives on for our Valentine's Day show. Please don't do that. For what? (laughs) For
1: what? (laughs) For what?
0: I'd be disappointed. They won't even come on our show. What? Can you imagine? What are you planning over there? With two married men to fawn over. That's for what? <laughs> um, I was going to say, go subscribe to Blake, but fuck him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should check these guys out. All the good names are taken. Um Their podcast is fantastic. In fact, I just finished watching their Terminator
1: episode, which was great fun today. Um There we go. Uh, Destiny brings up um, what about Jennifer's body and Death by Temptation? I haven't seen Death by Temptation. Yep, I seen uh, you know, I seen both. I can see the similarities, Destiny. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, the Horror Green Book says bicentennial man and AI. <laughs> yeah, 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 yep. yeah, bicentennial man. What the yeah, guy look uh, like uh, Haley Joe. Joe Osmond that doesn't have sex in that one, though, right? <sighs> what did Robin Williams? Yes, did he? Yes. No, you're making that up, ladies and gentlemen. Will you please tell tell Dara that Robin Williams, in by San Antonio man, had sex. We didn't see it though. Of course not. God, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if the cover of <laughs> his skin just fell off inside never mind i'll just never mind <laughs> chad process sends in
0: 199 uh and says night hey, elm street and dreamscape yeah dreamscape was um was like a british elm street with tim spall i think if i remember rightly is that the right one oh no that was bad dreams i think
1: yes yes dreamscape, dreamscape is good though i like Dreamscape. yeah um uh, carl uh dark star and alien
0: yeah, it's so Dan O'Bannon, wasn't it? It was, um, he, I think he wrote both, if I remember right. Was
1: there's Tom He directed it, didn't he? Isn't there, um, isn't there some uh, movies that are being compared? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, help me out here, too. Uh, I need your help. There is a movie out there that's been compared to Assault on Pre-Seek 13. Um, and I think it's, it's out a, at the moment. I think it's. It was Rio Bravo? It was always kind of that's based it, on Rio. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, Rio Bravo. But, but John Carpenter said he's not. Uh, he's that's his inspiration to make this movie because he loves westerns and he. he yeah, yeah. He, Howard he, Hawks. He, yeah, and he says he he makes no bones about it. He says absolutely, I drew, drew inspiration from it. He didn't steal yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just admitted, you know, like, I wanted to take something and modernize it. But Darren, you know, I know you can't say anything, but I'm always going to say The Fog and Ghost of Mars is this, is a ripoff of each other. <laughs> I, I'm, it's the same fucking movie. It's the same fucking movie. Um,
0: By the way, Chad, thank you. That was a super chat. I didn't say that. Thank you very Thanks, much, know Very much Cheers, appreciated. Chad. Thank you. Um, Shamrock Ball says... Um, Basic Instinct and Body of Evidence. Yes. Yeah, they were a year or two apart, I think. Definitely uh, Body of Evidence went away with Madonna to try and cash in on the Basic Instinct thing. It was Willem Dafoe, wasn't it, Body of Evidence? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and
1: Madonna. Awful film. Andrew says Attack on Sector 15. I remember that movie. Yep. Uh, Evil Alex, uh, Terminator and Highlander terminator and Highlander, yeah i guess
0: so the kind of immortal thing and the, the 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 passage through time and yeah maybe and it's not one that i instantly thought i would instantly think of but evil alex has just come up with one which red planet and mission to mars oh my god of course <laughs> yes both disasters i think were those movies both of them awful oh not disaster movies just disasters. No, yeah, no, they were just disasters, weren't they? The, the movies. Um uh, as Steve Goldstone, hey Steve, says the raid and Judge dread had the exact same plot. Yeah. No, I agree completely. The 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 building that it was all set in the tower block. uh Rachel and Peter Henderson say Armageddon Deep Impact. Yeah, we've all we've already talked about those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but no, you're absolutely right. Very similar, came out around the same time um what else have we got there play misty for me and fatal attraction yeah again yeah they're very much uh very much so and also single white female as well was kind of a a similar sort of theme movie to play misty for me and fatal attraction uh i want
1: to say there's movies that were they're similar too that they have this, this 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 most similar setting you know, they both have that kind of nine. Some movies have that '90s and '80s grit and shine to it. Mm. Um, I want to say something like, you know, hand. The, I want to say sam Obviously, it's not, but uh, "hand that rocks the cradle" and "single white female" are kind of like in the same universe, just based upon the way it looks you mean. and filmed. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Aaron yeah. Nor, Norbit and Medea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Peter Anthony. Hey Peter sends Thanks, in 999 and says Puppet Master and Demonic Toys. You Never must have seen these, these
1: Frank. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Puppet Master. Who doesn't love uh Puppet Master? And then oh. and, um demonic toys, of course. Um there was also I think they also I think they did a verses. Of demonic toys, uh, demonic toys versus Muppet Master. <sighs> Who <laughs> it's a movie with Tim Matheson. I don't know, The Incredible Shrinking Jeez. Man or something like that. I don't yeah, know, it's yeah, one of those. Yeah, um, yeah. Destiny says Hellfest and Bloodfest. <laughs> well, yeah, 1408 yeah. in the Shining, <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: goldfinger and a view to a kill says johan uh norbert and medea Madea no i've never seen a Madea film because they've never been out in this country um they may be out on dvd now but the, but none of the tyler perry stuff ever ever got released over here whilst it was huge in america um but yeah romancing the stone and in indiana jones I saw that someone else put on their King Solomon's Mines with Richard Chamberlain, which came yes. out in the eighties um, as well. Which, which was a yeah, very much a um, a, a cash in on um, on on Indiana Jones. There was also a Tommy Lee Jones cash in on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did you ever see that? I think it was called in the UK. It was called Savage Islands, and. In the U.S. it was called, it was called, um, I have the picture of here, he, uh, Savage, oh, I think it was called Savage Islands. maybe in the U.S. as well. Mm. And it was exactly the same sort of thing as, as Indiana Jones, but with Tommy Lee Jones, Michael O'Keefe, Jenny Seagrove, um, yeah, it was an absolute disaster, made in New Zealand. <laughs> Bully Hayes was the character. I remember going to cinema to see that. I think it was a double bill with Airplane 2, if I remember right. Okay. (laughs) Um, Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down. That's a good one. Yep. Another couple of movies that came out within the same sort of three or four months of each other.
1: Duel and Joyride. Yeah. Dewey Cox and Walk the Line. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of an airplane thing, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Screaming the OJ Simpson trial.
1: Uh, well, the uh, third the, act the, of, the in the American. The Future versus the Accused. Yeah, uh, yeah, wrong, yeah. Wrongfully Accused with Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the third act in American. An American Wolf in London and Animal House. I'm trying to remember what the third act was. I haven't seen Animal House for a long time. And Shamrock Ball says, Never Say Never Again is a remake of Thunderball. Yeah, it was. Was um, it really? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Chester, that, Halloween 78 and Halloween 2018. <laughs> Kick-ass and super from Justin. Um, Nathan Hayes.
0: That's what it was called in the new in the US, the, the the um Savage Islands film with Tommy Lee Jones. Thanks, Brandon. That's a deep cut, is that one? Hmm. Um,
1: um, Heat and dark night. What dark night the the Batman film? I'm assuming, yeah. If that's it, Alex, just let me let us know. Okay. Yeah. Heat, dark night,
0: yeah. Are
1: we just saying yeah, to, yeah, just because?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to think now. What what the similarities are? I haven't seen Heat for such a long time, so maybe it's pretty obvious. Um, oh, Dark Knight was inspired by Heat. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're coming to the end here of everything that's getting similar. I see a lot of people. They were throwing Psycho and Psycho. Well, that was a carbon copy because. Gus, it was it Gus Van Zandt who, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah and He said he did it because he didn't want anyone else to do it, which is a shitty fucking excuse to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> it was just such a misfire was that,
0: wasn't it? Um, I was hoping actually that, that, that the guys from good real hunting were going to be in the chat today. Oh, Brett, um, was, I d- Brett was. was Brett there earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, these guys are so close to a thousand subscribers, they're thirty-three subscribers away, and like with Frank and myself, when when you get to a thousand subscribers, it opens up all sorts more, you know, of you know of other opportunities. It's such a huge milestone. They've been going for about two and a half years now, and um, you know they're, they're slowly getting to, to 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 a thousand subscribers, which is a huge huge deal for them, and we want to see that happen really soon. If even just a quarter of you that are watching, or a third or whatever it is, subscribe to them today, it would tip them over that 1,000 subscriber um, number. The guys do great content. They're great friends of ours, and we really want to see them join that 1,000 club. Um, if you can help out, please head over to their um, to their channel and just click that subscribe button, and let's get these guys what they deserve. They're really, really good. So. Yeah.
1: You know, they're, they're, they're very passionate about what they do, what they do. And it's just so, because Darren and I don't do this for fun either. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, oh, uh, PJ says post a link, Darren. Um, oh, I will do. Let, let me have Brett, a look now. Yeah, you, Brad, you're in here. Post your link.
0: Go ahead. He, he can't. I don't think, I don't think you can post links there, um, yep, unless you're a mod.
1: I approved it. Oh, he's and, done it. He's and, done yeah. it
0: yep there we go let's put it in again
1: uh, guys Darren, help uh, them out good um so guys uh what are we what we got going on there what we got going <laughs> I on? i meant
0: to ask you that earlier are you free sunday to record some live stuff so to, um, to record some pre-recorded stuff
1: i think i am okay will find out well we, we're gonna going record
0: on. we are gonna record this weekend we got the hellraiser remake to record and also, um, uh, who won the uh, raffle? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Crenshaw Jeff won the raffle and chose Phantasm. So we're gonna we're gonna look at doing Phantasm, which may lead on to Phantasm Two. But that's it. I'm not going any further with the Phantasm films. <laughs> just like you've got to draw a line in the sand with them, just like Hellraiser, or else you're just kind of you're beating
1: yourself up watching these things. And, um, and we also promise we have Halloween content coming up yes we do we 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 do we have have an idea and it's just every time we look at it we're like well how the fuck are we gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) we'll figure it out because i think it's gonna start an argument in in the chat it will i think so it will it'll upset a few people but we're gonna do it anyway people calling us pieces of shit and (laughs) all the names that we love uh but on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this was fun because we can go on and on about movies that look similar. It's not going to stop, Darren, is it? Movies no. taking inspiration from No, no, no. Movies. A, I can see some in there now. And and, and it, the, the main thing is that
0: we got back on here and started doing some live stuff because it feels like it's been a long time. It was Yeah. Was it before Christmas or did we do something in between? I can't remember now.
1: Who cares? It's over with. It was last year. I don't know either. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that, ladies and gentlemen, as we copy ourselves all the time, as we say, as always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. We'll see you next time. Bye. See see you later, guys. Bye-bye.